This is the magic of compassion. I'm Little Wu, and today's topic or question is releasing the struggle to be original,、uh, or sometimes it can be considered the struggle to be first in something. But I'm going to be focusing more on the aspect of originality today.、Uh, so it's funny how in life we can go through different phases where we're struggling to fit in with people, follow the trends, and then times when we're struggling to really be different and stand apart from the crowd. And so those two struggles are very human, and they're there for different reasons.、Um, so you know, in in individuation process of trying to define who you are and discover your true identity and self-discovery, those are reasons why we want to stand apart sometimes. And sometimes it's from wounding. We might have been traumatized as a child for being different. So instead, you you know made it your mission to be different. Or there's all kinds of reasons why we do the things we do. But、um, and and we got to realize that they're intelligent reasons. And there's really important reasons why we want to fit in, why we want to be part of the tribe or the crowd. Or it's not the whole sheeple is always a terrible thing. It's actually a really deep human desire to actually connect and understand each other and have harmony and belong. And so when we see people trying to fit in or seeing people trying very hard to be different, they're doing it for very human reasons. Now.、Um, Trying to be original also has an important aspect in livelihood. So, if you're in art, science, business, or you know many industries, you might feel like I have to have my unique selling proposition,、um, or I need to be really original in order to stand out on YouTube, or、um, I really need to be the originator of this brand new thing in order to corner the market before all the copycatters get out there, right? So. There's all these really tangible reasons why someone in an industry or business will also want to be original. And there's financial benefits, there's fame,、uh, there's social currency from being the first or the originator or the original one,、uh, or someone who's just always original, coming up with really different ideas.、Uh, people look to you as a thought leader, and they are interested in what you're doing next because you're doing something inventive,、uh, innovative, and different. So there's all these reasons, and yet. When being original becomes a very hard burden or pressure, that's when、um, this is what I would like to address today. So it's not that being original is bad; it's more that if you have a lot of pressure or fear around not being original enough or always trying to be original, you might notice that it's actually really diffusing your creative energy. It actually does the opposite. It can actually really destroy your ability to be authentic and unique. And so, instead of forcing yourself to be original or first in something, we can practice looking at the world as: How can I be myself? How can I be authentic? And how can I be real in every part of my life? And that is the the healing that can come. So I'm going to give four authenticity practices today.、Uh, the first one is to just take breaks or reduce your consumption of intellectual creative materials. So if you're、um, always reading or always the spectator or you're always consuming other people's opinions and you know creations, then you might be really kind of used to being the voyeur or the spect or the spectator,、uh, or you're just so full of input that you don't have time and energy to 
output to create. So um, taking a break from digesting other people's content or the world news or uh, you know entertainment coming in and just kind of giving yourself a little mini sabbatical from content is very, very helpful. Um, so, you know, it doesn't mean you never take in other people's work or never read or, or, you know, take watch shows or concerts. It's just sometimes taking a break or reducing the amount will be helpful to your own creativity and originality. The second tip is to increase your contemplative or what I would call experiential time in your life. So um, a lot of times we're kind of passive and we're just taking in stuff, like I said earlier, but going out into the world, into nature, is really generative for ideas. Um, doing things that um, are experiential so that you are gaining life experience, that also is um, slightly different than just taking in stuff and intellectually processing or reading or spectating. It's like actually living life. So live more life, have more experiences, um, and you know, develop your skills in, in fun ways, and then more of your true being just starts to channel through all these experiences, and you're starting to form yourself in a really cool way beyond just information, information overload. Third is to what I call follow your fetish, or um, you know another way to say is follow your curiosity. And when I say fetish, I really mean your curiosity or a, a, a little peculiar interest that you have, um, and it can be anything. And the reason I choose the word fetish is that it can just be something really small, and, it, and, and it's a nod to um, Joseph Campbell's follow your bliss. But a lot of people, though, they might not know what their bliss is because the word bliss might be so big to them. They're like, I don't know what my bliss is. But if I ask them, what's a curiosity of yours? What's a tiny interest? Then I'll, I've never met anyone who doesn't have a tiny interest or a little curiosity in different areas of their life. And if I you know, help them follow that, then it starts to bring together the magical synchronicity of life and you end up in, in interesting places, you meet interesting people, then you're being authentic because you're following something you truly are wondering about or curious about and it starts to open doors that you never would have opened before. If you're just trying to find your path, uh, trying to be original, but you just, yeah, I'm curious. Curiosity is real, it's you. And maybe other people have the same curiosity, that's okay. You're all gonna discover different rabbit holes. You're all gonna find different answers and different ways of expressing what you've experienced and found. So following your curiosity is very, very authentic and it's fun. Uh, it allows you to you know, um, discover yourself and how you see the world too. You know, your curiosity allows you to say, why am I curious about this? Why does this riddle grasp my imagination and my attention. And that starts to show you what you're here to do, like what riddles you're here to play with and solve and share with the world your answers. The fourth tip is to learn to share more of yourself in all that you do. So many times in different places or relationships, we actually censor uh, a lot of who we are because we're afraid that we'll be humiliated, rejected, or um, lose reputation lose credibility. Uh, there's all kinds of reasons why we will censor ourselves. Maybe we got into trouble when we were growing up, or maybe we were rejected by our friends, or laughed at by our teachers, or whatever what happened, we start to feel like sensitive about sharing our actual thoughts and ideas. Um, most people are actually really funny if they're not afraid to you know, speak their mind when they notice something funny or they have a joke that comes up or a clever little thing they wanna say. A lot of people actually go, no, I, I'm scared I won't be funny and everyone
someone will be like looking at me awkwardly or um, I'll reveal myself and I don't want to be that vulnerable. So the people that are actually really funny, they, they actually, a lot of them hold it in. And they're only funny with their closest friends or family because they feel more comfortable. So that's a, a little example of how we tend to censor who we really are around other people. And that's not just with humor, it's with our talents, with our skills. Uh, sometimes we're um, embarrassed to share some of our abilities. Uh, we don't want to seem like we're bragging or that we, we don't want to take up space. Um, or we have opinions or beliefs or even wisdom that we're afraid to share because we feel like we're not we're not there yet, we're not perfect, or we're not enlightened enough to teach or share or whatever. And so we contain all that who we are wherever we go, or we feel that it's only safe to show ourselves at a festival or with a certain crowd or at Burning Man. Oh, that's where you can let your freak flag fly, but it's not. It's this whole planet is your your oyster and your stage. And as you learn to find safety everywhere you go and share who you are, you actually will be more like visible. Your, your uniqueness will be seen because you're not hiding it. A lot of that is actually due to fear that we hide. And so whether it's your art or your business or your service or product, you'll start to be you know, really unique with how you present it, how you share it, um, and, and the little nuggets of wisdom that you have are going to be special to your life experience. And part of that also is to share your own unique stories. Um, sometimes um, the more personal the story, even though it feels like it's just so personal, the more that it's universal and real and um, going to be con connecting to others. So often when I do my videos, I will tell a personal story, not because I feel like my stories are more important or more interesting than others, but because I just want to share something that's from my personal experience because it's real. And also I have um, you know, for permission from myself to share. I don't have to worry about betraying someone else's privacy or confidence. If I share my life, then um, it's my own privacy that I'm sharing. And I'm, I'm happy to do that for a bigger purpose, to be able to inspire or help other people connect to their own life journey. Your own uniqueness is there even when you think that no one else is seeing it. Even when you think, oh, no one's recognizing it, it's actually there. If you just release the, the stress around it and just enjoy being creative, enjoy being curious, enjoy learning, enjoy um, sharing yourself with the world, then all your, thing, all your pieces of the puzzle will come together, whether it's your work or personal life, uh, all of it starts to fit in, in your authenticity is the key. To be real about what you like, what you don't like, um, to be real about what you know and what you don't know, and to be real about what you're curious about, what you want to understand in this lifetime. And all those things will start to gel together and show you your life path. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're curious about my one-on-one -on -one sessions, workshops, or online classes, visit littlewood.org. Lots of love.